0: The College Football Experience, National Championship Reaction Show, and other college football news on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today, or just head over to BetterFantasy.com/sgpn. That's Better Fantasy. B E T T O R Fantasy.com/sgpn. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io/sgpn. That's SoBet.io/sgpn. And of course, you're brought to you by us, the SGPN app. Yes, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey,
1: this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride.
0: Welcome, welcome to the college football experience, inventational national championship reaction show, and other college football talk episode. My name is Colby, swinging denter based dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick.
1: Nobody knows nothing.
0: Somebody knows. Double the price. That no one touches Dundee. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no one touches Dundee, except uh, you know those Georgia backers when Jameson Williams gets injured. I'm not making excuses, but I am joined by my co-host, former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be.
2: Hi. Yeah, buddy. Those are power vibes coming at you.
0: First down. All right. Third man in the booth. Give it up for the DFS God himself. The homebrew making. Oh, shit. I fucked this one up. The tobacco road living. Homebrew making. Free lock given you I'm over all the over the place, alright? <laughs> Just
1: saying my name, alright. Yeah, right? give it over
0: <laughs> NC Nick in the place to be. <laughs> What's up, guys? How you doing here? I'll give you music, man. Since I fucked up, I'll give you some
2: epic music. Nice recovery. Nice recovery. This hits deep. It does. His name this is was NC powerful. Nick. Beats here. That's right. You're not supporting at least a half chub right now. You're not a man.
0: (laughs) Our football season is done, but it's never done on the college football experience. So make sure you subscribe. We talk college football year round. Don't forget to subscribe to the college basketball experience as things heat up there. And uh, we got the USFL gambling podcast coming April 16th. Uh, The USFL season kicks off. We'll have episodes out there before that, but... Anyway, here we are. NC Nick, the lone member of the of the uh, three uh, the three Musketeers to take the Georgia Bulldogs. Stetson Bennett is a national champion, which I will forever hold this against Patty C on recruiting. All right, (laughs)
1: walk (laughs) on the former walk on. Hey, you know, but yeah, I know we'll, we'll get into this game here, and you know, in general, I am a humble handicapper. But not only was I the only one on Georgia. I was the only one on North Dakota State as well. Throw that D
2: in the air, NC Nick on fire to end. Well, you this know season.
0: what? Now, now North Dakota State would have won regardless. But I do find it ironic that the best player, arguably on on each team, got injured <laughs> in the first drive. <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: so, sometimes
0: the sun is shining on your ass. All right, sometimes it isn't. Now, North Dakota State was blowing them off the line so much. Like I told Patty C, they could have been starting Broadway Joe, and uh, and I think they would have lost. Uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Montana
1: State would have lost. But and best best player because I mean Bryce Young did win the Heisman. That's <laughs> true, but I do think And they couldn't beat a walk-on quarterback at Georgia.
0: But they were, were sure. also without like a ton of wide receivers, their top two defensive backs. Look, I knew some of that, but I, I really think Jamison Williams. I was listening to uh Luganville talk about this. He goes, when Jamison Williams went out of the game, the defense could just they didn't yeah, fear anybody. Geez. Everyone was all right. freshmen, so they got to just attack Bryce Young,
2: and they were right. right because when Alabama would throw the ball down the field, there were several key opportunities that were big drops yeah, by Alabama. Exactly. Yeah, uh,
0: I know Young struggled through a couple of picks, but there was also some drops by those receivers.
2: I mean, right. shit on that last drive. I want or the second to last drive. I want to say it would have been a uh, a lead changing uh, <laughs> touchdown. But it was blown. And and I said I thought, I thought for some reason people were
1: not mentioning the Mechie injury. And I thought that was big coming into the game. Uh and then obviously to lose Jameson Williams also, your two top receivers, the receivers that have come you know both like over a thousand yards, like a combined like twenty five touchdowns or something. Well, so and, and James Williams, that,
0: Jameson Williams was like on pace for another monstrous game because yeah. he thrashed him on that play, which got Alabama yeah. down to the uh, you know, in field goal range.
1: Yeah.
2: And no, it was like a 50 yard reception in the first quarter. Yeah. He's on base for
0: 200 yards, yeah.
1: uh, but, but also Bama got very lucky with that fumble. True. Who, you know, the defender didn't even know what he was doing. And it <laughs> just happened to get his foot yeah. in yeah. Bounds, at you know, that point sure in the game, luck
2: yeah. <laughs> True. at that point in the game, we're like Georgia, Georgia's just cursed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'll say this, man, at halftime, I, I, we were watching here at the studio. I was telling Sean and Patty C I was like, Bama should be up a lot more. They yeah. got. They controlled the first half, in my opinion. But they, the right. credit to Georgia's defense in the red zone. Yeah. Definitely. Um, because I felt like if you took away the score and we weren't paying attention and you just watched, I feel like Alabama should have been up like probably around seventeen to three. I would have said should have been the the, the halftime score, and yeah. instead it was a three point game. You know, like yeah, maybe even twenty one three. You could make the case because they got down there a lot. They got down and like that three yard line was big too Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, but kudos to Georgia. Stetson Bennett, we're gonna get you a statue, even though he was crying before the game. Come on.
2: Where's the Tom Hanks? There's no crying in baseball. All right. He's it, an emotional guy, all right. <laughs> well, he was crying for like five minutes. <laughs> I uh, can see for a minute <laughs> this guy's like having a full on emotional breakdown. He went, did he say before him. the game?
1: Yeah, no, after the game. After uh, the game. <laughs> no, while the game I, was on. Wait, he was having a oh, break yeah, the, Well, at the, the very end, after the uh, pick six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Well, he was playing like a little bitch when that game first started. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, they got very fortunate when he dropped the ball. Oh yeah. yeah. That that bounced right up to him. And now, to his credit, he settled in. But those first couple of drives, you're like, oh my goodness, like, you know, as easily as Bama was driving on them, and as bad as the Georgia offense looked, I was my Georgia bet. I was like, oh geez, I don't know, man. But uh hey. Well, sure and, enough, and the fact. Type finish.
0: Yeah, and the it's fact, true. like, I don't know that he would have taken that shot deep if Bama hadn't gone off sides because he wasn't stretching the field vertically really at all. Yeah.
2: So like Bama kind of shot themselves in the foot there on that. Oh, he's he's Timmy Checkdown of the college ranks. There's no doubt about it. And I thought the play calling the offensive
1: play calling for Georgia was left a lot to be desired, especially in the first half.
0: Um, Fourth quarter though they whooped their ass, but uh, look. So let me
2: just ask you this: Is I agree he, with you, Nick? The play calling was was cha 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 best for Georgia.
0: Is Stetson Bennett no? And, and kudos to Stetson Bennett. I don't mean to bomb on the guy, but I'm saying, uh, worst quarterback to win a national championship in the past in, in pretty much in the 2000s.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think we
1: asked that question before the game, and and Patty Patty C and I mentioned a couple Bama quarterbacks like McCarron and uh, the guy that's on the Jets, McElroy.
0: Yeah, but McElroy and he Uh, said
1: Heupel too, but Heupel was actually really good on that Oklahoma team. All the three of those guys are probably better than Bennett, so we have to go even further back, and my memory doesn't go back that far. So help me out. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I think you got to go way back. Chris
2: Leak was way better. Uh, Fucking obviously Matt Leinart. I think it might be hmm. the worst in my lifetime. Wait, who was LSU's quarterback? Matt, uh, but he, mock? he yeah. was an NFL player though. Yeah. Was it mock or, or, or Flynn. Flynn. Matt Flynn Flynn? Yeah. 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 Matt. <laughs> um, <laughs> Craig Krenzel.
0: Speaker uh, Craig up, Krenzel lasted in the league. for a like a better. decent amount.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, well, we're, we're pretty sure Stetson isn't going, I mean, especially, especially with his size. He's not, a- he <laughs> might be a <laughs>
2: slot receiver. He's kind of quick. I could see him converting. You know, yeah, actually, Krenzel, I don't, I don't be, Krenzel only lasted in the NFL two years. But yeah, all right, I got one for you. What's that? Uh, fucking Ken Ken Dorsey. He, was, he
0: lasted in the NFL a long time. He was time. better. Yeah. he was
2: better in college too.
0: Yeah, he yeah. could throw. Like he was more consistent, dude. He was. He just looked like he shouldn't be a good quarterback,
2: but he was dude, actually Ken all right.
0: Dorsey lasted. He played professional football for eight years. That's unbelievable.
2: Jay Barker, who who Alabama's quarterback in '92. Oh man, that's that. That might be his competition. That might be. (laughs) Who says you can't win with defense? I still think Barker was better in college. I I do too.
1: Stetson was only like good or semi-good, like the last second half of the or the the second half of the season. Yeah. Other than that, he never really showed much.
0: But that's a coot. I mean, that's a testament to uh, this Georgia team. uh,
2: Yeah getting it done. You know, what's funny is two of the uh, national championship quarterbacks in the nineties. I think Stetson Bennett would make a better pro quarterback then. Uh, And that's both Heisman winners, both national champions, Toretta, Gino, Toretta (laughs) and Danny Werfel, (laughs) both complete pop guns. I think that uh, still lasted in the NFL a little bit.
1: Well, you could you could you could say also like Tommy Frazier and like some of the option. No, but Tommy Tommy Frazier was so good he was the clear
0: best player on the field.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but we're talking. It's two different things. We Patty C may said said who was going to be the better pro, maybe. Yeah, uh, which I mean that doesn't really matter as far as you know the season and the game, but
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, Setson Bennett played great a couple times this year.
0: You know, oh, he no. was I mean, great with, against Michigan. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, against Michigan, that might have been the best game I've ever seen him play.
2: Yeah, he's not super terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he came up with some big throws he, when it mattered most. He's a national you know? champion. Yeah, there you go.
0: I'm, I'm using this it recruiting argument walk forever. Walk yeah. uh, you, guys, yeah. you can't, you can't dislike
1: the guy. Yeah, we're not it, shitting it, on look, you. Technically, th- he was a preferred walk on. <laughs> in, in thirty yeah.
0: years. With, uh, no one's gonna remember the movie Rudy. They're gonna have Stetson in the movie, <laughs> and Stetson. And it's like it's gonna be the best movie ever. All right,
1: <laughs> it, it's got Disney
2: written all over oh, it. Right? yeah, big time.
0: Uh, okay. And you hung in with the best college football team in the land.
2: <laughs> Isn't that about Georgia Tech?
1: Yeah, no yeah. Notre Dame about him staying with Notre Dame. Oh, oh yeah. okay, gotcha. They um, played Georgia Tech in the final where Rudy got his Rudy sack. Got the yeah, sack. and That's Rudy was definitely is. offsides. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> details. Well so, well, so was Georgia on that one play in the first quarter. <laughs> That's true. That is
0: true, man. Um, but hey, uh, Georgia gets the win. I was we were talking about it in the office, and and look, I'm not taking anything away from Georgia, but I would like to see a large playoff because they did play in the sec East. And, and the question we asked ourselves in, in the office this morning was like, had, would they have taken a, a regular season loss in the sec West or in a large playoff? And, and and I said, potentially, I said, I know a lot of analysts said that they, everyone thought Ohio state was going to beat Michigan. And I know a lot of people said that that was a dangerous matchup because the weakness in Georgia's defense is the secondary, the strength of Ohio state's offense is in the receivers. Yeah. And that could have been a really interesting matchup. I'm not trying to take away Georgia's success yesterday or whatever, but I'm just saying in a large playoff, I do think absolutely. And we saw it. They went one and one against Bama and Bama had to have a, a get really depleted with injuries.
2: Yeah. Ohio state yeah. had a 10 times better uh, uh, schedule than Georgia did. Right. That yeah. could account for the extra loss, at the end of the regular season. Okay. And yeah, Georgia, when they faced uh, John Mechie and Jameson Williams, and John Mechie only they for got, a torched. Half. They they got, got torched. They got torched. Yeah. What did Ohio State do? They had Chris Olave and uh, Garrett Wilson, who were both the had, first what rounders What
0: about the dude in the. Uh, yeah. And then the, fucking Jackson yeah. uh, and Jigbus. And Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs>
2: yeah. They would have torched Georgia. It, I, like, you're but. completely right.
1: Well, Ohio State was not a complete team whatsoever. That defense was very iffy. Sure. True, but, but, but was then was you're Georgia. putting
0: Stetson Bennett in, in a p- position where he's got to win you the game, and that's what Alabama did the first time. And they 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 Alabama's defense was a lot better than Ohio State. True, true. I'm just saying it would have been an interesting in a large playoff.
2: I don't. I, I would hundred percent see Ohio State, Ohio State beating Georgia. I'm
1: just saying it that it would have been interesting to watch. I think Georgia wins, but but you're right about some of the matchups would make it very interesting. I don't know that we would have had the same national championship. Is my point. I, I don't see. I was I was getting into it with some guys in the Slack channel, and yeah, so there's some of our our favorite Dgens out there, so I'm not you know coming down on them, but they were saying that like this was proof that we did we don't need a larger playoff. I, I was just like, I can't believe we're still having this argument.
2: Dude, it's <laughs> a, a one versus a three seed. Like, if we didn't have that like if eight years ago we wouldn't have had this national championship. Yeah. yeah, we we expanded yeah. and guess what, and one of the lower seeds goes to the national championship. What do you think yeah, is going to happen? It would have been Alabama Michigan then. And, and yeah, Colby exactly. has poked it poked
1: so many holes in that argument. And the main thing is that or part of it at least is yeah, maybe it still would have ended in Alabama Georgia. And that's that's beside the point. The point is that more more teams need a chance. More of the country needs a chance. And then maybe all the recruits wouldn't go to four or five schools. No, oh, dude, we're, maybe we're, they'd stay in California and go to UL, yeah. UCLA, USC. I we're, mean, we we've we mentioned this a thousand times. We're not breaking any new grounds here, but a lot of people are still saying we don't need a larger playoff. Yeah, well, and and that's bullshit.
2: I'll push back on you in the sense that I don't think we need a larger playoff in order for like more teams to have a chance because you know in a fair system, Alabama and Georgia are better, like set up for this, you know, they're doing a better job of it, but I will say because the system isn't fair, then yes, that is what we need to do in order to make it more fair.
1: And when you say fair, you're talking about scheduling, right? Right. All of the things that lead to these teams, everything, but Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and in just
0: in general, I just think I just think games should be played on the field, not in a, in a classroom or a board room. room. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And and I I still don't understand. Like why would people be against like more playoff games?
0: Well, I mean, this is a perfect example. All these games were blowouts. All three of them were double digit wins. Now the the Bama Georgia game, the score is a little deceiving because of a pick six. Yeah. But, but uh, the, the result is I like, I, I made this case with college basketball. I don't even remember who won the national championship the year George Mason made that run. Right? And I remember that Yukon game where they beat Yukon and Yukon was loaded. Rudy gay, uh, a few other NFL or NBA players on that team. And that's the, the game that stands out to me. And to me, I don't really care who wins the national championship. When I watch each year, I mean a little bit, but overall I want to see great games. Yeah. And, yeah. and to Good me, point. that is that, that is what we're deprived. Like, can you imagine if Utah and Ohio state, That was a Rose bowl game. That was useless. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If If, if they cared and if it was on a campus, yeah,
0: that would be, uh, we would remember uh, that 20 years from now.
2: It's just like, we remember Georgia versus uh, Oklahoma a few years ago, which was essentially the same game, you know, but that's a all time classic that happened in a playoff setting. But we don't get many of this. How
0: how many people talk about the Kevin Dyson play from Frank Wycheck in the in the NFL? That the Titans didn't win the that championship. That a wild
2: card game. Yeah.
0: that's what I'm saying. But or the Dwight Clark catch. If I asked a random stranger out the out the street who did the Niners beat in that Super Bowl, no one remembers that shit. But they remember that fucking game, and that's what sports are about: is connecting with these games, man. So you tell know, em, tell them,
2: tell them, come on, let come me, on. Let me say this. Uh, I think the 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 tradition had been sold for a long time as the important thing in college football, and that's the reason that people had this connection to the bowls that they don't want to give up. But obviously, with the things changing, and we all know this. Like, but I will say that the 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 silver lining of people becoming money obsessed, selfish bitches in our society that don't care about tradition is that you get to chuck you know, tradition based systems that suck like the bowls. And then hopefully we can get a playoff out of this.
0: Yeah. Hopefully we'll see um, what, what comes of that because I know they were meeting in Indianapolis. That was the more important thing going on this week. And it wasn't that game. It was the actual committee, the alleged committee,
2: uh, it, you know, seeing if they were going to expand next year or in yeah. 2026 Convenient timing on their part to just like you know, be completely overshadowed by the national championship as they make their decision here. It is
0: going to be 2026, if I had to bet, because it, it's college,
2: you know, the NCAA
0: and, and these, and and no Sankey. one can get on the same page. And it's just, but this, I mean, this national championship got like 22 million views, if memory serves me correct. Um, which is great. I was going
1: to ask, how's that? How's that stack up to, to to previous ones? I mean, is is it growing? Are they getting more? Well, are people a little fatigued with the same old teams?
0: Yeah, it it actually is is a lot worse than when the playoffs started. But some of that um, is the fact that uh, that cord cutting has happened. So it's it's tough to to get a full gauge
1: on. I thought that I, I thought that includes. Um, yeah, streaming also.
0: I think it does, but at the same time, you also there's probably people like when we watch on God's Eye, that is on the black, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the black market.
2: I mean, across yeah, the still, board. I, I, go ahead, Patty. I was just gonna say it's gone down across the board. What you kind of have to look at is what it what it's done relative to other sports, but that's a hard thing to break down. But so that's that's whatever. But go ahead. I, I bet you it's still crushing other sports. I mean, other
1: than the NFL.
0: Yeah. I, uh, yeah, no, it is No, it's still, no, it's still killing it. And I'm going to bring up, I'm actually going to pull up the numbers in a second here. Um, so they got 22.6 million viewers um, compared to 2014 Ohio state. Oregon had 34.6 million. And that's wow. what I mean is you get both parts of the country involved. I think people yeah. are a little uh, Bama Clemson in 2015, 27 point, or, I'm sorry, 26.7 2016 cl- uh, Clemson, Bama, 26 million. 2017, Bama, Georgia, 28.4 million. 2018, Bama, Clemson, 25 million. 2019, LSU, Clemson, 26.9 million. Last year they didn't give us those numbers because because of COVID. Apparently all the numbers were down. And then this year, 22.6. So still. So uh, that, but well, that's a pretty precipitous
1: drop. Yeah. yeah, especially for the same game like what four or five years ago. And and USC, so-
0: Texas in 0- 06, I think it was. Had thirty six million views. Well, that's wow. tough to compare yeah.
2: anything to USC Texas and six. I mean, that that that's so, going to be your high mark. But,
1: and I guess the question is, are we comparing apples to apples? Are, you know, with all the streaming, do they have a good way to capture all those TVs? Is it the same? You know, is it the same? Really, the same amount of people, or are more people doing some black market? TV programming thing no, I I, I, still don't, I still don't think that number is that high
0: well I think also that people are tired of it I, I look I I, I yeah. brought up this point uh, when I used to bartend I remember people coming in there and I would ask them um hey are you' you're gonna watch this game are you excited and I, I remember just from a West Coast perspective I would play dumb not even voicing my opinion on the sport and I would just be curious and and they'd be like, oh, we don't feel like we have a dog in the race, you know. The NCA is such. Uh, I I remember hearing it from like Joe Schmo saying like, oh, no, I'm not gonna watch that. They never let the Pac-12 yeah. have a chance, you know what I mean, or something like that. So
1: yeah. So uh, not only is it you know the same, basically the same teams, or at least like three of the four same teams in the playoff every year, but we also just saw the same game a three month weeks ago. ago. Yeah. 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 So
2: um, look, I just saw this. Alabama has played in nine of the last thirteen national championship games. That's a problem. That's yeah. a problem.
0: You got to expand. You got to expand. But I have a feeling it's going to happen in 2026, and by then Nick Saban will be 79 years old or something. <laughs> right, and <laughs> three still straight, killing <laughs> it. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, guys. Uh, any other last thoughts on this game? I mean, I I I, I know that. Uh, uh, oh no, I, I have a thought. I have a thought. We're in this era of uh, player safety. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) you know where I'm going with this, (laughs) you know, you know where I'm going with this. Everyone's into player safety. And to me, I think it sucks for the sport personally, but I mean, not that I want to see people dead, but at the same time, I think the sport is a tough sport. And I think you sign up for what you do just like in any other sport boxing or whatever. And you play the, within the rules, you don't adjust the rules to make the game. Unlike the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you try to make it as safe as possible within the rules. Meaning I would, you keep the kickoff where it's at, in my opinion, or where it was at. Um, but if you're going to do this where players are, you know, these horrible targeting calls and crackback blocks, which is just a, a fucking joke. If you ask me, it's like taking uppercuts out of boxing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we saw Jameson Williams tears ACL a non-contact too. Cause I mean, yes, he got contacted like a half second later. But when he catches the ball and oh, makes that move, his knee popped yeah. before that. Right. right. And Patty C, we brought these these uh, numbers up, and I'm going to read read from this. Uh, uh, a this is from a random website study. Yes, yeah. a study. But a total of uh three million uh athlete exposures and twenty four, basically twenty five hundred knee injuries, were reported from two thousand four to two thousand fourteen. Thirteen hundred, basically, for almost fourteen hundred. Thirteen eighty nine. Uh, MCL injuries, five hundred twenty-two ACL injuries, two hundred sixty-nine lateral, uh, one hundred sixty-four. M- I mean, there's a. I don't even know what yeah. these fucking injuries are. The PCL. Um, <laughs> athletes experience all knee injuries at a significantly higher weight, or higher rate. Can I read when participating? I feel like Dexter Manley here. <laughs> <laughs> in competitions, as compared with practices, athletes participating in competitions on artificial turf experience PCL injuries at a 2.94 times rate as those playing on grass. Um, and then also, where we have a- ACL, again? so a 2.9 higher rate, almost three three times the rate uh, than playing on grass. And then that's just PCL. ACL injuries are at a 1.6 point th- or 1.63 times rate. You're more likely to yep. uh, get injured there. So why are we playing these games in these on this fucking grass, on this fake grass, on this turf?
2: Yeah, that's a, a substantially more dangerous uh, playing environment than than natural grasses, definitely. So let's cut the roof off this shit and have some real grass. <laughs> all right. I mean, I agree with you, and. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to look at head injuries and, and, and say player safety is our, our pri- uh, always number one priority, but you're going to look at overlook. I mean, how many careers have ended on concussions? Some, right? Yeah, Probably plenty. Yeah. Right. But a lot of careers end on ACL injuries and what you've done, not so much. huh? not so much anymore. Well, back in like
1: the 80s and 90s, Drastically
2: yeah. impacted all, like coming back from an ACL injury. You, you still don't play at the same level you did before you got it. Generally speaking, you know, it, it, and then you're on thin ice, you're more likely to re-injure. It's just not good for a person. And then later in life, sure. you're going to like, you have to have 10 surgeries. Like, I don't know if you're, if you're really looking at what, what it all comes down to is what I'm getting at is what is the, you know, injury du jour. That they want to like, you know, show the media that they care about the fucking players when they don't give a fuck, you know, and and, and by limiting these head injuries, what you're doing is you're also having players, uh, let alone the Astro or the, the field turf. You're having the players hit in yeah. the knees, you know, more often. And it's like player safety really isn't the thing. Uh, public yeah. relations it's is really bullshit. what you're worried exactly.
1: about. Exactly. Exactly. Well, they're, yeah, they're definitely trying to cover their own ass for sure.
2: Yeah. And anyone with a fucking brain knows they're full of shit. So can we stop it? Can we please stop it?
0: Yes. Play the games outdoors. Football was meant to be outdoors. You rat bastards. All right, folks, before I get to some other news, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yeah, WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit. Receive up to $500. And bonus cash, head over to propswap.com or download the propswap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at slash SGPN. That's Better Fantasy, B E T T O R slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution over at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It's free to download, and it's your home for all of our free picks and podcasts and articles, so go grab that thing for free today. All right. Before we get out of here, guys, I want to take just a, a second to hit on some of this news here, get uh, your guys' thoughts. John Rice Plumley, you might remember him from Ole Miss a few years ago. Hell Nick yeah. Patty C's boy, he of course. is. He is off to UCF. <laughs> UCF. I actually think with Gus Malz on there, this is exactly what he wants. And it's like uh, when they who did uh, Mar, uh, Auburn have with the uh, was it Nick Marshall
2: when they. When they won the uh, Nick Marshall was it? I think they
1: they won the now championship with Cam Newton.
2: They lost it with
1: Nick. Yeah, they lost it with Nick Marshall. Though they got there
0: uh, and lost to Florida State. Correct. They Um, probably should
2: have beaten Florida State, but anyway. uh, What do you make of that, Nick
1: Marshall? I haven't I haven't thought of that guy in a long time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) a good reason for that. He's not that good. (laughs) <laughs>
1: uh, but no, but that, that's his style of quarterback that he wants. There
0: is a dual threat athlete. And I think rice yeah. Plumley will fit fine at UCF.
2: Well, John rice Plumley is one of the most electrifying running quarterbacks that has somehow gone under the radar nationally. Like, I don't know if he has or not to me. I didn't know to, I didn't even know about him until after his freshman season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, didn't watch I mean, Mikey Keen
1: as a true freshman played decent. I guess I think you know if he can improve if he can make you know a first or second year leap you know he could be the I mean first off you know Mikey Keene could win the job yeah uh, so he he yeah, there's a little you know quarterback competition I think Gatewood I think Joey Gatewood I, I think he's done there I, I doubt if he uh you know is 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 really in that competition but yeah I think it makes sense to bring in another quarterback you know have a little competition yeah yeah um
0: uh, what else do we got here? Jaden Delora to Arizona. And by the way, Arizona just landed a four-star recruit in running back Speedy Luke.
2: Arizona keeping out of the Wildcats. What Jaden Delora going from Wazoo to Arizona? Questionable. Not even lateral, just uh, move there. That's a downward move career-wise. Arizona might be good next <laughs> year, right? Well, I mean, the offense
1: is definitely different. You're no longer in the Air Um, to be honest with you, I didn't watch a whole lot of Arizona football this year. Um, you probably saw more than me, Colby. Yeah. Uh, it, can he thrive? I mean, it's not it's not really a, a high passing attack offense, which you know it doesn't need to be for a quarterback, but it's more of like a balanced pro style, right? Well,
0: it was year one also. I think he was just adapting to uh to his players. I'm drawing a blank on the coach right now. What's the coach's name? Jed Fish. Uh, Jed Fish. Um, there you go. Uh so I just think
2: he was kind of adapting to the players that he had. You know what it might have been? I bet the chicks out in Eastern Washington, right, are not <laughs> uh, uh, quite the same level as down in well, fucking well, Tucson. Well, you know, I think Jaden Dolores from Hawaii, he was a Rolovich guy. So mm. there's probably no so shortage. So there's probably of fine like, ass. he's like,
0: yeah, okay. No, I, I'm not talking about ass. I'm talking about, oh. he probably. Uh...
2: <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm locked Maybe in yeah, on this this, concept guy, is, this guy's over here. He's just sold on ass. He's like, yeah, a lot of ass in Hawaii. Uh, no,
0: I'm Dude, saying like. Yeah. He's probably, you know, not happy with the way things went down there. Um, but at the same time, guys, and I don't know if you had, you had, you follow these composites on 24, uh, seven sports for like the top transfers, the, the transfer portal, they rake it just like the, uh, the recruiting trail. And uh, you know, there's Q or Quinn, Ewers and Caleb Williams. And then Jackson dart who just answered entered the transfer portal. Uh, at at USC, five stars. Well, after that, ahead of Dylan Gabriel, ahead of Spencer Rattler is Cameron Ward, the incarnate word transfer. This guy <laughs> was a beast as a freshman last the year in the spring, <laughs> and uh, and and then this past year he lit it up. Almost beat Sam Houston State in the playoffs. He is going to Washington State. So Washington State go. responds by getting Cameron Ward.
2: That was a big get, dude. All the every like. Uh, like you said, like uh, Delora is a, a perfect example of just leaving for the sake of leaving. You're going to a worse situation for yourself. The, I feel like every quarterback in the country changes teams every single year at this point.
0: Well, you're pretty much there because look, uh, uh, Jackson dart's going to go somewhere. He might go to UCLA. I don't know, but Dorian Thompson Robinson announced he was coming back. Hey, that's huge, huge for UCLA. That's a rarity.
2: <laughs> Staying with the same team. Yes. Holy <laughs>
0: shit. But how about Connell Basilek? Did you guys catch this one? Leaving in Missouri uh, for
1: Indiana again. <laughs> he didn't have a very good season this year. I didn't think. I thought he kind of regressed a little bit. But last year, and I want to say he was a true freshman last year. Uh, I'm not positive, but he's he, he's a young guy with still has like two or three years left uh, of of uh, eligibility. So I think it's a pretty nice get by
2: Indiana if he can you know, revert back to uh, to the 2020 season. Yeah. Speaking speaking of Missouri. I was watching a, a couple of the highlights of that uh, All American game, I guess, Under Armour All American game. They got the number one receiver in the country and he caught a touchdown on the first play of the game, of the All American game. Holy shit. <laughs> Five star. He's going to be a fucking animal, man. Missouri, Missouri I didn't think got they them. got those uh, kind of guys. Who's
0: going to be their quarterback, though? Because Basilek left and then their backup, Sean Robinson, left. So they they got to go out and get a quarterback in the transfer portal. Braxton Burmeister's out
1: there. (laughs) Where does Um, Sean Robinson go? He's the old TCU guy, right? Yeah, he's in the portal. I don't think he's landed anywhere yet, but. Talk about leaving every year, Patty. This guy's right. <laughs> looking,
2: yeah. looking for his third team. <laughs> um, Wasn't it, I, I saw a guy? I, I want to say he plays uh, on Kansas basketball, maybe, or he's on something No, he's on Miami. Miami Charlie yeah. Moore. He's he's played for Charlie four Moore. He teams. started his career at Cal. Yeah. He transfers to Kansas. Yeah.
0: Then from Kansas, he goes to DePaul, and now he's at <laughs> Miami. This is a sixth
1: year He's a six-year
2: yeah. senior.
0: Right. <laughs> Come on. And he's dude. just won in Cameron Indoor Stadium. He's got that memory. Good for him for coming back because that's, that's a memory he's going to have flavors. forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: he's like 25 years old going up against a Duke freshman who's, who's 18. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Levi Williams, Wyoming's quarterback, transferred to Utah State. I hate seeing these ones that are in conference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Casey Thompson, uh, Texas to Nebraska. Nick, what'd you think of that? He's going to be with Mark Whipple.
1: Yeah, man, that's that's interesting. There, he showed some flashes this year, and you know we we just saw what Whipple did with Kenny Pickett at Pitt. So uh, that's interesting, right there. I think Nebraska might have that guy.
0: Yeah, South Carolina's Jason Brown transferred to Virginia Tech, and Grant Wells from Marshall. Virginia Tech got two quarterbacks. Um, Interesting there, Zach Calzada (laughs) from A and M to Auburn.
2: The George W. Bush voice every time. (laughs) (laughs) Calzada,
0: this guy's got crazy feet. Uh, did Auburn get worse? <laughs> Bo Nix is better than Zach Calzano, You can't get right? crazier yeah. feet than that Bo
2: is. Nix. And somehow they managed <laughs> to. <it. laughs> uh,
0: what else do we got? How about Yukon landing to Taekwon Ro- uh, Roberson, a four star from Penn State?
2: You got that. <laughs> <To> hell, uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Jim, Moore. Jim Moore pulling it right yeah, away. Getting it go. done.
0: Um, I think those were a lot of the quarterback ones. I know there's still a couple out there. Um, that that we hit on maybe maybe uh maybe they land Gunnar Holmberg's out
1: there Nick as well. So uh, <laughs> your boy, uh, but is, uh, ECU need buddy. Maybe he'll go to App State. Maybe maybe he'll do the uh, Chase <laughs> Bryce route. <laughs>
0: Bryce is back next year. Uh, yeah, next year. Yeah. Deandre Jackson, Texas A&M running back transfers to Nebraska. Christian Beal Smith from wake force of South Carolina. South Carolina's loading up. They got Stogner, yeah. the tight end from Oklahoma. They got Spencer Rattler, the quarterback from Oklahoma. They get Christian Beal Smith from wake. They get JMU's receiver. Who's a beast. Uh, what the fuck? I'm Wells. drawing a blank on his name.
2: Yeah. Um, God, he's awesome. Dude, that dude's like a division. I know. That's he, like he, an all American division. Yeah, one receiver. Yeah, he's, he's 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 legit. Uh, South Carolina doing things, huh? Beamer magic, baby. (laughs) How how many years till Virginia Tech snags him away from uh, South Carolina? Are they going to be able to get him? Pry is going to be the answer. Pry is going to take them to a high. The jury is very much that. That Wisconsin run coordinator? I like it. Look, between. Can can Virginia Tech pry away Coach Beamer? Hey, (laughs) (laughs) oh. I'm going to say this between Don Staley spurning uh, the Cavaliers for uh, South Carolina and. Fucking Beamer being at South Carolina. The state of Virginia is taking some L's to South Carolina University.
0: All right, let me hit on a few more of these. Uh, Like I said, Jackson Dart in the transfer portal. Um, Hassan Hall, the running back from Louisville, he goes to Georgia Tech. Um, Alex Adams, LSU wide receiver, goes to Akron to Joe. Joe Moorhead getting a a big recruit from LSU. I don't recall him
1: playing at LSU, though, so he was probably pretty deep on that depth chart. Still. Still. Anyone uh, on that yeah, roster yeah. at Akron? Yeah, is
0: <laughs> all conference, uh, all uh, Big Ten preseason All American safety Brandon Joseph transfers from Northwestern to Notre Dame. I know we touched on this on Saturday. Slapping the face but to that's Pat That's a big Fitzgerald. get for Notre Dame. And Notre Dame also Jared Patterson, uh, their top offensive lineman, who was projected to go pretty high, announced he's coming back to Notre Dame. Notre Dame wow. also hired Harry Highstand as their O's, O's, their O line coach. Highstand was there previously, where he had a bunch of. Uh, players go in the first round a bunch of offensive linemen nice get from Marcus Freeman That's all i'm saying how about luke fickles comments about targeting
2: lovely say i don't think i saw him what do you say patty C he said uh if there's one penalty or one call in football that needs to be changed is to take the ejection out of the targeting yeah you know oh, i agree if it's gratuitous hit then sure eject him if it's just a glancing helmet to helmet contact, yeah. that should not be a totally fucking issue. Agree. agree. Totally agree. These th-
1: players are moving very fast.
2: Yeah. You yeah. Know? Incidental I mean, head
0: contact. Exactly. I say just get targeting out of the game. <laughs> just only if it's that, like, that's like unbelievably that's malicious. It's not gonna happen. I mean, don't worry about targeting it.
2: Targeting has always waste your breath been in the game to some extent. I don't know if it had but, the term. But that's what
0: I'm saying it has to be really malicious. Like yeah. you're, most football games you don't
2: see a true targeting. The crown of yeah. your helmet needs to hit someone on the bottom of their chin yes. at top speed for that to be an ejection in my mind.
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um Todd Orlando, former USC and Texas defensive coordinator hired at Florida Atlantic, Taggart going going to get Todd Orlando. Orlando, hey. is that you? Um Jackson State 2 Top 50 recruits. They're one of only 10 schools in the nation that have done that. Nick, your thoughts?
1: That's awesome, man. I can't wait to see uh, them on the field and see what Dion can can do coaching wise. And uh, do we know have we seen their their schedule for next year has that It's not out yet.
0: It's not out no, yet. Tennessee state is, yeah, uh, is is on is there in right? the Memphis.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, I'm wondering if they play any FBS schools. That's, That's what i That's true. That is true. <laughs> not
2: yet that I'm aware of. But what I think needs to happen for primetime maybe if not this year the next year Is they schedule a non conference game against North Dakota State?
1: They should. They should. Now, but going back to uh, FBS versus FCS, like who in the FBS would schedule them now? That's true. I mean, it's like a a no win situation. Asking for trouble. It's like
0: North Dakota State. North Dakota State's been wanting to play more teams. North Dakota State, though, I think they got Arizona to bite on on the bison. Oh, they're fucked. So
2: Delora (laughs) is going to have to face (laughs) it. They're going to get. Run rough shot over <laughs> by North Dakota State.
0: All right. So, look, we don't have any games, but we got the USFL podcast coming, the USF, USFL gambling podcast, which will be c- coming in the coming weeks here uh, as, the, as that season kicks off on April 16th. But I do want to highlight this week zero, August 27th. Before we get out of here, it's going to highlight these games Northwestern against Nebraska and Ireland. Hopefully, COVID doesn't fuck this game because it fucked it last year.
1: Ireland's on lockdown too. Ireland's like like Australia. That's what I'm saying, dude. Another nine months.
2: This this shit has to be over (laughs) in nine months. It's Omicron. It's a fucking cough at this point. (laughs) Like, can we stop? Can we stop?
0: Uh, but that would back to the schedule. That would be week zero. Northwestern, Nebraska. We have Wyoming at Illinois. And by the way, Xavier Z- Holiday, Wyoming's starting running back, also transferred to Arizona State today. That was a great gift for the Sun Devils,
1: nice. especially with their top two running backs departing. Yeah,
0: yeah, musical chairs, man. The college, <laughs> and th- uh, dude, I'm nervous because they said that uh, Brendan Rice, Jerry Rice's son, who's Colorado's best offensive player, I'm hearing USC rivals is saying so USC. That's brutal. That's in the same division. I mean, it let alone the same for,
2: conference for him.
0: Not really, because. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Yes, how, many, how many? How yeah. many? Who is yeah. Colorado's quarterback? This shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good God, Colorado's whole team is transferring. They need to. They need to hire Deon Sanders. Um, uh, Wyoming at Illinois. That's a that's a nice game, right? Talk about smash mouth football. Bioma against uh, the Cowboys. Both yeah. teams smash like mouth. <laughs> Vanderbilt at Hawaii. Camon Cooper, the backup quarterback from Washington State, transferred to Hawaii. But, but I know Todd Graham. Uh, I think Bruce Feldman reported
2: this that people were saying that uh, he's t- the biggest piece of shit on the planet. We all knew this. <laughs> we knew this.
0: Uh, any chance Hawaii knocks off the Commodores on the island?
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think it will be a hard ticket to Hawaii for Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I haven't heard that in a little bit. For Todd Graham, it's been a hard ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. Self-inflicted.
0: <laughs> um, Nevada at New Mexico State. That's week zero. Yukon at Utah State. Week zero. They're gonna get mm. the fuck Jim destroyed. Mora era begins. Challenging himself, I like it. Austin P. The governors hit the road to take on Western Kentucky without Bailey Zappy. And then you got a couple, uh, you got Howard at Alabama state, Duquesne at Florida state and Florida A and M at North Carolina all week zero though. At least you have like eight games. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right, folks, subscribe to the college football experience. Remember to subscribe to the college basketball experience. Remember the USFL gambling podcast coming soon. Subscribe to all of these things. Subscribe to the sports gambling podcast. Get that SGPN app. It's live in the app store and Google play store. And uh, yeah, give me a follow on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831, NC Nicks on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. The College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN, and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them all a follow. Check out the Slack channel Sports Gambling Podcast as well, as we're always talking college football on there. This is the College Football Experience National Championship Recap Show and other talk. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.